Hello, this is Coach Aaron Saft and the MR Running Pains Podcast. This episode, I'm going to do a race recap of the bootlegger 50 miler that I just ran on Saturday, April 1st. Um, going to give you a little background here to start. Um, it, it's uh, A lot has happened since um, I last recorded the last podcast. It's been a tough week. Um, we lost two kids uh, in the local area, both of whom I know. Um, they, they passed away last week, and so it was a very tough week. It was emotionally challenging. Um, you know, to, I wanted to be there for the kids um, while at the same time be able to grieve uh, for them myself. I want to thank my, my family for, for their love and support, um, being able to express what I was feeling and going through helped the process a lot being around the kids on the team um you know and and seeing their grief um but you know being able to be there for them that helped a lot but it was a very emotionally draining week um i I felt it by the time friday rolled around and uh we were going to travel down to just outside of atlanta georgia um you know there was a there was a lot, a lot to take in. Um, so um, I didn't know how the race was going to go. Uh, you know, having that kind of week, um, you know, as as much as my emotions ran high, um, you never know what you're going to be able to do, right? So um, I kind of just, you know, knew that I, I had to get through it. Um, the reason I was doing this race, I needed a qualifier in order to run the Vermont 100. Um, so... Um, that was my big reason for doing this race. Now, keep in mind, this was actually a backup race. Um, I was originally scheduled to do the rim runner 50 miler in Tennessee. And that race, unfortunately had to be canceled due to the closure of the park. So, um, this was uh, a backup. I was very, very grateful to get into, uh, into the race. Um, and, uh, I really appreciate revolution running for, for letting me in and, uh, and, and, you know, to be a part of it. Um, also grateful that my, you know, my really good friend, Nathan Franz, who has been on this podcast and, um, is, a, a you know, an extraordinary runner in his own right. He was able to, to get in as well, to, to be able to run the 50 miler. So, um, we were gonna, you know, plan was to, to run it together. Um, so, um, you know, with that said, um, you know, I, I, I looked forward to, to being out there, uh, to being with my friend, to being out on the course and, and kind of enjoying it. Um, you know, this was, uh, this was kind of part of a buildup. Um, now my longest run prior to the 50 miler was, I believe about 24 miles, um, 22 to 24 miles, I think was my longest run during this, this training block leading into it. Um, and you know, I felt like I was I was in good shape to do this. Uh, you know, I I didn't have any any doubts in in my endurance um, or or my fitness to do this. Um, you know, it's uh, so my expectation was really just to to get across the finish line. You know, I at first I when I I spoke with the uh, one of the race directors, uh, they said that this course was extremely runnable. 
um, and that you know that they wore road shoes when when they went to run here. So um, you know, thinking about the course, I was thinking it was you know maybe some some dirt roads or something like that. But uh, the reality was um, we had uh, a four point eight four point eight mile loop um, single track, and then a five point two mile loop of single track. Um, you know, it it was. Uh, uh, just as you would expect, single track, um, rolling hills, windy, you know, rooty, rocky in spots. Um, so uh, wasn't quite what I was anticipating. I was anticipating something that would have been, you know, quite runnable. Um, you know that I could really move well on, but uh, the reality was it, it <laughs> that wasn't the case. <laughs> um, it was still runnable, you know, no doubt. It was only uh, I think 665 feet for every 10 mile lap. Um, they counted it as. Um, the 4.8 mile lap as one lap and then, um, the 5.8 mile lap as another. So that's how they counted your laps. I was just thinking of it as five, 10 mile laps, but anyhow, that's how they broke it down. Um, we had chip timing. So every time we came through the RFID readers, you know, we'd pop up on the screen and they would capture us in our lap and, you know, they, they kept up with our distance that way. So, um, you know, the course was nice. They were calling for some storms. Um, originally, we anticipated um, some, some thunderstorms early morning, but, uh, you know, that didn't happen until later in the race. Um, high of the day was supposed to be 79, which it, it did reach. Um, so, you know, we had some, some weather to contend with. So, um, um, you know, for the race, I decided to, uh, to wear my um, Altramont Blancs. Uh, I wore the lace-up version. And, um, I talked about in the last podcast, uh, about, you know, trying to get some flat laces in there, but, uh, I just, I didn't get to the store to get, uh, a pair and I was, you know, going through all my shoes and for some reason I just couldn't get a pair on there. So I just kept the, uh, the, uh, the circular lace in there, which I think came back and bit me in the end. So I'll talk about that a bit later when I talk about the race, but I went with the ultra Mont Blanc, um, I use the uh, Exoskin Exotoe Crew Socks. Um, they, they have done me well, served me well, time and time again. Um, I did wear Exoskin. Uh, their, um, their run short, I think it's the 3.0 now. Uh, it's a compression short. Uh, it's it's great, um, you know, for uh, not chafing. <laughs> so wore that, and then I wore a pair of my uh, Rabbit FKT 7 inches on top for the uh, the pockets. Um, and then I use the rabbit, uh, there's the, um, perforated, uh, shirt. It's got diamond cuts in it cause it was going to get hot. I actually wore the singlet, uh, which I think, um, I learned, learned some things about, uh, due to chafing on my upper body. Uh, and I wore my, um, uh, ultra spire, uh, revolution pack. Uh, the, uh, the revolution is, uh, uh, the previous or the predecessor to what is now the Basham. So, um, or that pack and, um, plan nutrition plan. Uh, I was going to carry two gels with me, one spring, awesome sauce, 180 calories and one goo roctane, um, which is hundred calories. So, um, carry one of those and alternate every 35 minutes. I started with the spring and then, uh, after 35 minutes went to the goo 
and then alternated back to the um, spring. So that was my my nutrition plan. Hydration, I was carrying the um, Ultra Spire flasks, um, and uh, each time I came by the start finish, I would grab a new bottle. So I tried to polish off a bottle, um, you know, on each 4.8 mile and 5.2 mile lap. I would you know have a bottle, and in my bottle um, I have uh, what was formerly called Long Haul. On my bag, it still says Long Haul, but I was using their product. Um, did about a scoop and a half per bottle because it's uh, I don't know roughly what 500 milliliters flask, so not quite uh, 20 ounces. Um, but um, you know that was that was the plan. Um, my wife would switch out my bottle each time and hand me two new gels, um, and so uh, that's my that was my nutrition and hydration plan. On race day, Saturday morning, race began at 5 a.m., um, which made for an early wake up call. Uh, we had a 3 a.m. wake-up call. Um, I was pretty full from the day before. I had a huge lunch and a pretty significant dinner, and uh, I was I was still full from that. I didn't want to press my stomach, so I uh, decided just to to uh, you know use my my first gel at 35 minutes as uh, the beginning of my my nutrition. So I didn't eat anything prior to prior to the start. Um, so we, uh, the, the course was nice, as I said, because, uh, you pass the start finish at the end of every lap and we were able to set up a canopy tent, a 10 by 10. So, um, if, it, if we did get weather, uh, my wife would stay dry. <laughs> so, um, that was nice too. Uh, we could set that up actually right by the, uh, the start finish. So, um, very close to the, uh, the race course itself, which was nice. So we got there, um, I went and grabbed my packet and helped set up the tent, you know, and get that all set for my wife. And then, um, you know, took care of, uh, getting my, my bib number on, making sure that, um, my first bottle was ready, um, grabbing my gels, making sure my, my shoes were tied and, uh, and everything was, was ready to go. Um, I use Boudreaux's butt paste as, uh, my lube of choice. Uh, it's a zinc oxide based and uh, you don't have to replace it um, very often, if at all, for a race of, of this length or duration, which you know, I'll talk about my finish time in a bit. But I just applied it once very liberally, and uh, I did not have any problems uh, during the course of the day with uh, with chafing where I placed the Boudreaux's. Um, where I didn't place the Boudreaux's, <laughs> again, I'll talk about that and the problems that I had. But um, but that was you know how I set up for the race. Um, Nathan and I were ready at 5 a.m. to uh, to let it rip, and we did. Uh, we took off. Um, we were we led uh, through the um, the first uh, lap, um, the, the 4.8 mile lap, um, and then um, going into our. Um, I think it was yeah. I think it was going into the second part of the lap. Um, my wife didn't expect us in. Um, oh, excuse me, I forgot. Since it was dark, um, I used my Ultra Aspire. Um, I think I had the 600 lumen belt. Um, that was my light source, um, so that I'd have it down low. Worrying about my ankle still. Um, for those of you who don't know, um, I've had a, a, a problem with rolling my ankle, uh, especially on single track. It's it's been repetitive, and I'll, I'll talk about that again. Um, later on unfortunately and how i'm going to address it as well but um so that lower light source gave me um good illumination um so that i could see and have a lot of depth perception so uh, that's what i started with um needed that all the way through um the first um 
10 mile loop and then um the the next four point uh eight mile loop so um i needed it for about you know about 15 miles i needed the light source uh and it held up on one battery which was tremendous but um as i said we came back around uh wife wasn't quite right quite ready for us so it took us a second we had uh two runners kind of take off um you know in front of us um uh, as we, you know, we're getting our stuff together. Um, so we sat, uh, in, uh, basically in third and fourth place, uh, going into, um, the next, you know, the next part of the, the course here. Um, yeah, the funny thing was we really didn't see those runners. Um, we got back into the aid station after our, our 5.8 mile lap. Um, I did see, uh, it was one woman that passed us. I did see her, um, didn't see her go back out. So I wasn't sure if she was ahead of us or not. Um, again, we weren't really sure where we were at. Um, and, um, so we just went back into the, uh, the 4.8 mile lap. Okay. So, um, you know, we, we've covered 10 miles now and going into, um, back into loop one, which I'll just refer to it as loop one, loop two now. Um, so loop one, uh, went back into it. Um, you know, we, we got around, um, you know, and, um, we were, we were just running, enjoying it, talking, having fun. We saw an armadillo. That was pretty cool. <laughs> uh, both of us were feeling fine. Uh, nutrition was going down fine. You know, I was, I was sticking to my 35 minute interval, alternating uh, between spring and goo. Uh, and I, I was tossing down a bottle every lap. Uh, and if I had any left when I approached the finish area, I just chugged it and then, uh, you know, switched out my bottle and kept going. So, um, you know, we, we completed, um, the second time through loop one, and now we were going on to our second time for loop two. Um, and, um, as we were coming around, uh, we were just coming down this, this single track. It's, it's light enough now. I, I didn't need my light. I, you know, I could see just fine. Um, didn't see anything in the trail, but my ankle went over and, um, that was around mile 19 and, oh man, you know, it, it hurt, um, for sure. Uh, you know, didn't feel, um, too severe, but it definitely hurt kind of made me nauseous, which got me worried because of the pain. Um, you know, like when it's, when it's that bad to kind of make you nauseous, you're kind of questioning your, your, your choices. Like, do I keep going? And that was the hard thing. You know, I didn't want to have to go back out and find another 50 mile race to get in my qualifier for Vermont. You know, this was my shot. Um, my family had sacrificed their weekend to come here. My wife was out there. Nathan was out there. Uh, it was a really, you know, it was, it was a tough moment because my ankle was so sore. Uh, I couldn't put weight on it. I was hobbling. Uh, I was favoring it. Uh, I was trying not to, but um, it didn't want to move on the uphills. I couldn't get the flexion out of my ankle. It, it wouldn't, you know, I had to get up on my toe because I couldn't flex my ankle enough to, uh, to you know, to get up an uphill with my normal foot, uh, foot strike, uh, which was really tough. And so, um, you know, we made it back in. I told Beth I had sprained it again. Um, you know, and she checked it out. Uh, she said it looked okay. Uh, I had a compression wrap that I put on, um, over my sock, um, kind of cleaned out my shoes, put that on, um, laced back up and, uh, and headed back out. Um, and you know, we got moving, uh, we got maybe, I don't know, um, trying to remember. Um, we, yeah, we're back on loop one now, um, making our way around, and uh, Nathan stayed with me, you know, to his credit, I was really struggling. It hurt so bad, um, that left ankle. Um, and, uh, we got back in after the, you know, loop one, 
Uh, so now we've completed, um, uh, basically 25 miles. We're halfway through and my ankle is still killing me. Uh, and I told Nathan, Hey man, like I, I'm going to struggle and it, it's going to, you know, it's, it's going to slow us down. So why don't you just go ahead? You know, uh, we weren't sure if there was anybody ahead of us. Um, you know, we, we thought maybe there was one person ahead of us at the point. And, uh, you know, I said, Hey, just, just go, man. Like you go win this thing, you know, go run your race. Like, I don't want to, don't want to, you know, you to sacrifice your race because of me. I, you know, if, if I can't make it, I can't make it. Um, so and Nathan headed out, um, you know, and, um, Beth kind of got me together, made sure I was okay. You know, gave me that, that stern look in the eyes, <laughs> just double checking to make sure, um, I recognized, uh, w- what I was about to do and, and go back out there, um, on this ankle. And, um, you know, I, I, I accepted the challenge. I said, okay, you know, like this is, this is what I got to do. Like, you know, the, uh, the grand slam is not going to be easy. There's going to be painful moments, you know, is this, um, but is this going to put me behind? Is this going to, you know, jeopardize me, uh, potentially being able to do the grand slam that, you know, th- this was a big decision like for me to, to say, yeah, I'm going to go back out there and give this a whirl. Um, so going back out there, uh, you know, hobbling along, um, it was, uh, it was frustrating for sure. Um, because every step, you know, well, every other step was just, um, a, um, uh, a shock of, of pain that just, you know, radiated through my, my ankle as soon as I landed. Um, and, uh, you know, so moving around, I was trying to be as careful as I could running through the rocks and everything. And, um, you know, I was running, uh, got about maybe, I don't know, gosh, about three miles into the, uh, the loop two when, um, my foot caught, uh, or my toe guard on my shoe caught a root or a rock or something. And it pulled my foot straight back. Like I was still going forward, but it pulled my, my whole foot straight back and popped my ankle and instantaneously gave me relief. It was the most incredible thing. Um, I, I, all of a sudden my ankle didn't hurt and I could run again and I felt great. (laughs) It was like just a total 180. I, I couldn't believe it. Um, and so I started running and, you know, lo and behold, uh, there's like a, a good little switchback section going up this you know, small little climb. And there was Nathan, I could see Nathan and, you know, I, I, I said, Hey, and, um, I made chase. I started uh, singing uh, Duran Duran, Hungry Like a Wolf, <laughs> for those of you that that know that song. Um, so uh, I went on the hunt. That was in my mind. I'm, I'm going to gonna get back up to, to Nathan so I can run with Nathan. And, um, you know, it, it, it took me probably about a mile and a half, and I caught up to, to Nathan, got back up with him. Um, and, uh, you know, we finished um, Loop 2 together. Uh, so we had completed 30 miles. So we got 30 miles down two, you know, 20 miles to go. And my ankle was, uh, you know, surprisingly in good condition. It actually felt really good. Um, so, um, so we got back in, um, you know, everybody's checking on me and I, I told them what happened and everybody couldn't believe <laughs> I was okay. You know, having hobbled in, um, you know, the, the lap before, um, well, two, well, I guess the last two laps I had hobbled in. Um, so anyway, um, we headed back out for, um, loop one and trying to make our way around loop one. Um, he, I, like, like I said, I was feeling great and we were rolling again. If, if you look on Strava, you can kind of see from like 30 to, to 35 and my watch was a little bit off. So it, it's somewhere in that vicinity. You can see the pace increase. Uh, and Nathan was like, um, you know, I, uh, I can tell you're feeling good, but, uh, so, uh, I said, I, we're, we'll slow it down on, on loop two. 
Um, I promise we'll, we'll tone it down. I just kind of want to get some, some time back. And, uh, and so, yeah, we, we came back around, um, and I, you know, we passed, we passed the gentleman who we thought was, um, was potentially in front of us, uh, you know, who, who Nathan thought was the guy that, that could have been in front of us. Um, and so, you know, we thought we were in the lead. Um, so went back into, to loop two. Um, we've now completed 35 miles going back into loop two. Uh, we came back around, you know, thankfully just a, a nice, easy, uneventful <laughs> lap. And, um, we came back in and somebody, uh, you know, I think, um, uh, Beth overheard saying that, uh, he believed he was in the lead, um, you know, leading the whole thing. Uh, that's what he was telling his, his kids and everybody around him is, you know, I'm in the lead. And so, uh, Nathan and I kind of left scratching our heads. You know, we had 10 miles left to go. We, we finished 40 miles and we're, now we're second guessing. Are, are we in first and second or are we in, you know, um, uh, second and third. Uh, so, um, we were, um, we were just kind of, trying to talk it out like you know who, who could potentially be in front of us and how could he potentially be in front of us because they had just checked the uh the timing system and said that we were in the lead and that you know this person claiming they were in the lead was a lap behind us um and by lap i mean t- you know 10 miles behind us so you know the reality was like did they miss two timing mats did they somehow miss this runner twice because you know Technically, according to the timing system, he was 10 miles behind us, which would mean that he missed the timing mat twice. So we were kind of scratching our heads. Um, you know, we, um, so we, you know, we, we kind of ran, um, we, we are on, uh, um, we made it through, um, loop one and, um, still kind of, you know, the curiosity was there. So we went back into loop two. Um, and my foot was just starting to throb the one that I was wearing the compression on, um, as well. Oh, excuse me. Um, that's, let me go back. Um, my, in loop one, my foot was really bugging me. It was, it was really starting to throb, I think from the compression sleeve. So, um, I took off my shoe and, um, took that sleeve off and that, instantaneously made it feel better. Um, my right foot, my, um, my big toe was going numb along with like the bottom of my foot, like kind of the ball of the foot was going numb, which usually means the, the, you know, the shoes too tight. Um, so this is the longest I had ever been in the Mont Blanc. And again, you know, I have to cinch those down in order to get the fit. So when I got back in, uh, yeah, I told Beth, let's, let's switch out. Let me get into, um, I had the, uh, um, the outroad, the ultra outroad. Um, I said, let me, let me switch into that and see if my, you know, my feet feel better. And the, you know, instantaneously I had relief started getting sensation back in my foot. So, um, um, you know, good switch there. Um, lesson learned for the, the Mont Blanc. I'll talk about that, you know, here again. Um, cause I, I want to talk about some, some things I learned and changes I want to make. Um, but you know, that was a, that was a good change out. Um, we, you know, went back into, um, the final loop two, we completed 45 miles, uh, heading into our last loop, you know, basically five miles to go. And again, still not knowing, are we truly in the lead or not? Um, so, you know, making our way through, um, got to about the, 
uh, again, three miles in through the, the um, loop two, you know, basically two miles to go. And we came upon a gentleman and he's like, you guys are, are killing it. You're, you're leading the 50, right? And we said, well, somebody was saying there's a guy ahead of us. And he was like, nope, there, <laughs> there's nobody ahead of you guys. You guys are, are definitely in the lead. Um, so, um, you know, we, we kind of took solace in that, uh, you know, and, and we're like, well, well, I guess we'll find out in two miles, um, which – if you ever do a loop course, it seems like the loop gets longer and longer every time. <laughs> so the last two miles just seemed to take forever. I mean, we we tried making landmarks uh, of things we could remember, uh, you know, to say, okay, we're at this point, you know, we got this much left. Um, but it just seemed to take, you know, forever to get, to get through it. Um, feet were doing much better. Uh, still kind of hurt a bit on the, the uphill, but, you know, my left foot was pretty sensitive. Um, you know, I guess from the, the swelling that was taking place from the, the ankle roll. So I, I can't say it was a hundred percent, but it was definitely, you know, still, still a bit painful. Um, but we made our way, uh, you know, we came up and, uh, you know, we're running into the finish and, uh, you know, Nathan had discussed with me, he's like, what are we going to do? Like when we finish? And I said, we'll just run in together. We've been running this whole thing together. Why would we do anything different? So, you know, we ran in, um, and you know, the, uh, the RFID reader, it picked up my chip first. <laughs> so it gave me the win uh but nathan was right there with me uh we finished in uh just over nine hours um and uh it was you know it was a great race uh weather didn't come in until uh, uh let's see yeah that when we were um basically on loop two between miles uh that would have been uh 35 to 40 uh, is where the weather came in. We had a, a pretty good thunderstorm, uh, a drenching rain. Um, uh, you know, we could hear the, you know, lightning was close at, at some points, but never to a danger to us. Um, the, you know, the rain was pretty heavy. If it had been much longer, we might've gotten in trouble because we didn't have our rain gear and it was cold rain. Um, but then as soon as the rain stopped, like I said, didn't last long sun came up, so it did get warm, but, uh, never too, you know, and it wasn't too bad. I mean, it was hot, but like I said, 79, so not too, not too bad. Um, you know, we made it through, uh, pretty much unscathed in that regard. Um, so we finished, uh, it was wonderful, <laughs> absolutely wonderful. Um, you know, I, I took off my pack and realized my, my pack and, and per- perhaps the perforations in the shirt had really chafed my chest and my back where the bottle sits. Uh, I could definitely feel some, some really, you know, um, not just chafing, but, you know, pretty much like, um, just kind of, a, uh, like abrasions, like, uh, it was really scratched up. Uh, so, um, definitely some points of contention, some, some lessons learned. Um, you know, I love those shirts, but, um, I think they just, it chafed me too much with the, uh, uh, those diamond cuts. So, um, I probably won't wear those in a race again or for any you know, length like that. Um, wouldn't have to lube up <laughs> my whole torso just so I don't get chafed. Um, I did have to, uh, kind of go under my arms because I did wear a singlet. I hadn't worn a singlet in forever, but I, I really was worried about the heat. Um, so I had to apply some, some, I uh, use some squirrels, nut butter, um, you know, on my lats to kind of, uh, make sure I didn't chafe there cause I was starting to feel it. So I wanted to address that. That was pretty early in the race though. Um, noticing that, you know, my arm swing was kind of rubbing my lats. So, um, I addressed that pretty quickly. Um, and then, as I said, you know, gear choices, I was, I was pretty pleased aside from, um, learning that the footwear, um, and again, that could have just been because my ankle was swelling. Um, I was getting that, you know, numbness on the right foot, which wasn't the, uh, ankle I sprained. Uh, so, um, you know, I, I, I want to say that, you know, I, I, 
for longer races, I'll probably go back to the Olympus. Um, I definitely want to get this ankle 100%. I've already reached out to my physical therapist, Miriam Saloon, at the runner's mechanic uh, and said, hey, I need to make a plan to get this ankle back to 100%. Like, it's just, it's not getting better. I keep rolling it, you know. Um, I'm trying to give it the opportunity to heal. Uh, but every time I go on single track, I roll it, you know. And um, I've, I've been staying off single track as much as I can. Um, I also feel like, my, you know, my back's pretty sore. Um, my quads are pretty sore. Now, that could be, you know, I was talking with my coach. Patrick Regan, we had a kind of a, a recap today to go over the race. And, uh, you know, man, I just, uh, um, I, I, it could have been that I was favoring it. And that's why, uh, I've, you know, I've got these different sorenesses and tightnesses. Um, I worked on some mobility, um, recovery, uh, right after the race, I, I had a protein, uh, drink ready to go, um, ate some food, um, you know, and then, um, I took a nap. Um, Nathan had brought with him some of the, uh, compression boots. Um, so we both took a turn using those. Uh, and then, uh, uh, the day after Sunday, um, went for a 45 minute walk around the hotel. Um, today, Monday, as I record this, it's uh, April 3rd and, um, I did an hour walk this morning. Legs are getting much better. I can get up and down much easier. So it's, it's processing pretty quickly, but I do want to reintroduce some core work. Um, you know, not only something for my ankle to, to re-strengthen my ankles, uh, make sure that they're, they're healthy and not going to give me a problem moving forward, but need to get back to core work for sure. Um, I've been, I've been recognizing that, um, it's, it's really been a matter of just, uh, finding the time to do it and get it done, you know? So, um, there's always time in the day. Uh, you know, I, I think about how I use my day and I recognize that there are times where, yeah, I probably could have squeezed that in. So, um, need to be, uh, recommit to getting my, my core strength back in. I think that's going to be vital, especially, you know, for, for moving forward with the, the longer races. Uh, my next race that I have signed up for is Western States. Well, technically it's old dominion. As long as the other races look like they're a go, um, I will forgo my entry to uh to old dominion and my first race will be western states um so um you know uh, between now and then i'm just going to recover uh as i said you know i've just been doing some walks uh my conversation with patrick this morning uh you know we just said this week it's just whatever my body needs uh, i'm going to keep him updated as the week goes on you know potentially um start running again maybe saturday um, definitely going to take, you know, this week, they're just super easy. Um, and, and just relax, uh, definitely be walking around tomorrow. Got a field trip with my daughter. That's going to require a lot of walking. So, um, <laughs> going to enjoy that time with her, uh, and just, um, just, you know, get a good walk in. Um, so just recovery this week, um, focusing on, um, calories. Um, I certainly have tried to, you know, eat some, some really good meals and, uh, and make sure that they're, uh, you know, some good whole foods, nutritious, uh, not a lot of processed junk. I've been trying to stay away. Uh, had a little bit of ice cream <laughs> after the race. Um, but, um, you know, going to kind of get back to, uh, to, uh, st staying away from the sweets, uh, trying to, you know, of course we have Easter coming up and, and my household likes to, uh, to get Easter sweets, but I'm going to try to do my best to, uh, to stay off of, uh, sweets and, and highly processed foods. Um, you know, just kind of get back to it. Um, and, and, you know, make sure that I'm kind of refueling the body and fueling it with what it needs. So, uh, to, to maintain my training. So, um, you know, that's, that's kind of my, my summation. Um, you know, I, like I've never had a problem with that pack chafing me in the past. Again, I think it was more the, the shirt, 
Um, so, um, uh, that, that and the footwear, you know, those are my big gear takeaways that I just need to dial in a little bit better moving forward. Um, I will have some longer efforts, uh, in my training cycle, uh, still coming up, but, um, uh, you know, I, I, I really would say that I, I probably won't do another 50 miler leading into Western States. I, I will, you know, I, I suspect we'll have a big training weekend. Uh, we talked about the training weekend for, for Western States, the one that they actually host out there on the course. Uh, I just don't think I have the finances to, uh, to attend it. Um, which, you know, it is what it is. Um, so we'll probably do our own kind of training weekend and simulate it best we can, um, in this area. Um, but yeah, so that's, that's what everything's going on. That's, uh, just a recap of, uh, of how the race went, um, how it went down. Um, ankle feels good, you know, after the fact, uh, it's bruised. Uh, so, you know, obviously, <laughs> um, stretched out some, some tendons. Um, so something happened down there, but it, it feels fine. Like I, I can walk on it. doesn't have much pain. Um, you know, there's not as much limitation in the mobility as, as there was, um, when I first did it. So, um, you know, hopefully it's okay. Uh, as I said, I've got an appointment already with my, my physical therapist. I'm going to go over, um, you know, range motion, all that kind of stuff, make sure that it's not inhibiting me or causing me to go down a path where I may get injured because I'm compensating for it. So, um, all good stuff, but, um, want to thank you guys once again for, for listening, being a part of this, uh, you know, and, uh, and just, uh, uh you know, I hope you, uh, can take some stuff away from this, uh, maybe in your own, uh, race planning or, uh, you know, post race, uh, kind of, uh, assessment of, of how the, the race went, you know, things you can improve upon. Um, I'm, I'm pleased with the way my training's going. Uh, you know, I, and I have, uh, Patrick Regan to, to thank for that. Um, really do uh, appreciate his guidance. Um, and, um, and, you know, again, thank you all for, for reaching out, um, you know, coaching. I do have a few more spots available. I am filling up again quickly. Um, I, I do have a few folks that, that peeled off. Um, and, uh, and, you know, so like I said, if you're interested in coaching, let's have a conversation. I uh, certainly appreciate that. And, um, other than that, uh, let's see, um, Victor is trying to get that, uh, my friend Victor is trying to get the conversation I had with, uh, Scott and Joe about pedorthics, orthotics, footwear, all that. He's trying to salvage that corrupted file. Um, waiting to hear back from him. Um, I'll be doing some trail work here coming up. Um, so if, if you need or want to get out there, uh, get in touch, uh, especially this, uh, this Easter weekend, uh, I'm certainly going to try and get out there for a few hours, um, to, uh, to, to, you know, to, to get some work done. Um, I need, uh, 16 volunteer hours, uh, for, um, the, the races that I plan on doing. So, um, but let me know, uh, happy, happy to have you out there and happy to get the work done. So, um, be in touch. Okay. And if you have any questions, comments, concerns, things you want to bring up or hear on the podcast or have a specific guest or you yourself be the guest, please do reach out. Um, all of my connections are in the show notes. Uh, please, any which way is easiest for you. I'm happy to, to get those messages. So thank you all very much. And until next time, keep running, my friends.